Yeah, this totally felt like a Roy family, you know, joining together to beat something. And I already feel like you're kindling me in the back. I, I don't like it. Well, it's a good thing Kendall's going to end up on top, so it's all worth it in the end. See, now you're just goading me. You're goading me. It's 30 seconds in and you're goading me. I don't I don't like it. It could be it could be worse. I could be romaning it up right now and I'm in the bathroom <laughs> watching the launch of our podcast <laughs> and it blows up in my face and I just walk back like nothing happened. Well, I Elon Musk and Roman are I guess I guess they're the same person now. I don't think that was the intention, but it's kind of crazy. I think somehow, some way, uh, Roman is more likable than Elon Musk. <laughs> Do I really got to be the asshole that says we got in this thing and went back in time? It must be some kind of hot tub time machine. Let's get into it. Welcome, everyone, to the Joe Rogan Podcast. I'm your host, <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> all right, I quit. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to all I'm our I'm kidding. This is, not, this is not Joe Rogan. Uh, you are in the right place, maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. You're probably um, not. You've stumbled upon this. It's fine. <laughs> thank you for stumbling <laughs> upon this. <laughs> yes, thank you for being here. Uh, welcome to Hot Take Time Machine a show about anything pop culture. Um, I'm Michael, and I'm joined by... Uh, I am a Ryan... I, I... <laughs> Not Ryan Gosling. I thought that's where you were going to go with I don't know. I don't know where I was going to go with that, but yeah, I'm Ryan. This is great. We're, we're, we're nice and polished already, episode one. It feels good. It, it's a, it's a, it feels like a, a rickety roller coaster that could fall off at any moment, and that's where I like to live my life. Well, that's the fun, right? Like, the fear of death is, is what really makes this go. So, <laughs> Michael, why are we here? What are we doing here? Why did you wake me up on a Saturday morning when I could be in Hyrule right now? Well, Ryan and I are co-workers. Um, not going to say where, because we don't want to put the information out there yet. But we are co-workers who spend a lot of time talking about movies and TV shows and everything pop culture. And we thought, why not try and monetize our favorite <laughs> pastime uh, by turning it into a podcast? And really, I think this is what the podcasting world needed. Uh, two more guys with a voice you know yeah, yeah yeah there are not enough guys with voices right now really like it's it's a it's a damn shame it's so hard to be a man right now <laughs> so hard <laughs> so hard <laughs> i don't know if our listeners know us yet so that's not serious <laughs> i need to i this is not a an mra uh podcast sorry yeah yeah sorry i i think half of our listenership just uh dropped off <laughs> well you know so now there's only one listener instead of two yeah and that one listener is like my mom or something. It's probably Maggie. Hi, Maggie. <laughs> Hello. But yeah, uh, um, hot take time machine. We're going to talk about movies, TV, pop culture, pretty much anything in between. Um, have a good time talking about them. Um, today's episode, though, we do have a theme. And that theme is uh, cinema 
is back. Thank you, Tom Cruise. Thank you. Tom. You must always thank Tom Cruise whenever you declare the cinema is back. You know, it wasn't looking too good. Um, there was a time, you know, I, I up to very recently where I think the only times I was going to the theater was to see Marvel movies pretty much. Yep. And this whole like cinema is back. I, a lot of people will, will say, yeah, it started with Top Gun Maverick um, coming out of the pandemic. Uh, that was the the movie that brought back the joy of going to the movies. I will also note, I was thinking about this earlier. Ryan, what was your first movie coming out of the pandemic? I'll tell you mine in a second. You didn't you didn't prep me f- at all for this, but uh you know what? I actually I know I know the movie because I'm about to see the next movie in the franchise. I saw F9 as my first post-pandemic movie. That was the first movie I went out into the theater. Really? I never took you for a Fast and Furious guy. Oh, they're absolute garbage. But it it was a chance. Good garbage. Just, <laughs> I mean, sure though that's another that's a whole another uh episode but yeah I, uh it, it that is like the quintessential theater experience and i went with two friends we had a great time with the absolute stupidity of that movie but that that's a movie i'll never ever watch again like i'll only ever watch it in the theater so so for me my my first movie coming back out of the pandemic was tenet and i remember Christopher Nolan, I, thanks you, by the way. Uh, yeah, Thank thanks. You. Thanks, Christopher <laughs> Nolan, for confusing the hell out of me and my partner. And even though it was the first movie back, the reason I ask is because, I don't know about you, but it didn't feel like the theater experience was all there. I mean, maybe it was because of the masks or, you know, the fact that the pandemic was still going on, but the theater experience was a little bit off. And while... I didn't see Top Gun Maverick in theaters, so I can't really speak on that. The movie for me that really brought back the magic was none other than Jackass Forever. (laughs) Yeah, you would go see that in the theater, wouldn't you, Michael? And I had a great time doing it. I've never laughed so hard in my life. It was it was a great experience. And I think since then, like that that to me is like when the cinema is back trend started and then of course it hit a fever pitch with top gun maverick but i think what we wanted to focus on today is this year of movies being like it's kind of got like a 2008 to 2013 kind of feel where like you could just go to the movie theater and you're like that looks good i'm gonna check it out it's just like movies that they're they could be middle tier they're, yeah, they're, the, they're you know they're solid bees, right? Like not they're not trying to be anything. Yeah, exactly. They're just fun. You walk out, you're fun. You're not going to write a paper or anything on this on these movies, but they're just a lot of fun. And like some of the movies, not to step on this, uh, Michael, but like you know some of the movies we're thinking about that have just come out um, or fairly recently, like the Dungeons and Dragons movie, the uh, even the Super Mario Brothers movie, which is like setting records um uh renfield is a great example of that just a nicholas cage in a movie where he's dracula like you don't need anymore you see the cast list and you're in 
I have a couple of other movies to add to that list as well. One that I watched earlier this week, uh, Megan, the uh, Yossified yeah. Chucky movie. Yeah, yeah, that's on the list. I still haven't seen it yet, but... Absolute Insanity, a movie that knows... It's not trying to be, like, a good movie. It's so bad, it's good yeah. territory, which is amazing to see. I haven't been to a movie like that in a long time. Cocaine Bear is another one. Did you see that? I didn't get I, a chance to see that yet. I did watch Cocaine Bear. Oh, wow. It's, it's like... It's <laughs> after after watching it, it's like the the arrested development joke where it's like I don't know what I expect. <laughs> <laughs> it was de- dead dove. Do not eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was exactly as it said on the label. Like no and no disappointment there. It did what it was supposed to do, which was be a ridiculous movie about a cocaine eating bear. Well, and and you know you say that, and I, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, I'll catch that one when it comes on streaming. But I find I've been doing that less and less and less. I I find that it's like, I'm going to go see that movie now, because why not? Like, it's going to be good. I might as well see it now than wait six months for it to come on Prime or something, right? I am waiting a lot less than I used to. And the, the exception to that is the Marvel movies. I am waiting for those now. Like, I, I had an inner monologue with myself on whether or not I would even go see Guardians. It sounds like I'll, I'm going to lose that argument with myself. I, it sounds like I might go see that later today. Absolutely go see Guardians. I mean, that's that's one I would make an exception for. And it kind of does speak to the whole, like, cinema is back thing. Because I think the first Guardians came out during that time period, right? Well, sure. But that that is not, like, a Marvel movie is not, never, ever going to be cinema is back. Like, come on. But once like, you see this one, it's like it's not it's not a typical Marvel movie. And I think that's why it succeeds so well, if that makes sense. No, I, I get it. I, I do I do get it. It's nice to see when these Marvel movies differ from their their little cookie cutter plot. Um you know, the Black Panther was a good example, like letting Ryan Coogler cook and um even the one of my favorite phase four movies. I mean, I'm definitely in the minority here, I think, but um, the Dr. Strange movie was just fantastic. You know, letting Sam Raimi do a weird body horror zombie thing at the, at the end of Dr. Strange is just incredible. So it's nice to see like directors having visions and, and getting to do something outside of, normal constraints i mean even with things like the super mario brothers i don't you know there's not a whole lot of vision or direction that's going on but even in those there there's something fun about you know seeing your childhood become a movie um i don't know about you but i did actually michael did you see super mario brothers I, I haven't seen Super Mario. Oh my yet. goodness. You're actually missing out. Like when I was gonna see it, I ended up seeing Evil Dead Rise, which also fits into this whole cinema's back uh yeah. meta. It was just a fun movie. Like I and as someone who loves the uh twenty thirteen reboot, that's one of my favorite horror movies ever. Evil Dead Rise just like it really brought back the uh the fun of evil dead like it was still pretty gory but it brought back the like dark sense of humor that those movies have and i think you know what you just said you just said the f word um did i yeah 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 you did (laughs) like movies is back really is about fun 
Like I'm looking at these movies that I've seen, like the uh, with the exception of a of a fantastic indie film um, that I recommend to everybody called How to Blow Up a Pipeline. But with the exception of that film, a lot of the things I've seen in the last couple of months, um, Renfield, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, Super Mario Brothers, John Wick Four, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, you know, all of these movies are fun. It's just, you come out and your face hurts from smiling. Like, that's how I felt about Super Mario Brothers, even though it's, like, it's a classic C movie, right? Like, it's it's an Illumination movie. It's nothing special. Um, but you, you get to see something that you've, you've never gotten to see, unless, I mean, unless the 1993 Mario Brothers movie really did it for you, in which case you probably shouldn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We don't want any fans of the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie or whatever year that came out. That was a piece of garbage. But the point is, like, you know, we're coming off of the Oscar, the December, January Oscar season, and all the movies that we're seeing now are fun. Like, even horror films are, I mean, sometimes they're the most fun. Um, I was, I watched, um, I, I I know this is a year old, but I, I recently watched Barbarian and like, that was such a fun film. Like there are so many of these that are just checking the box of pure joy, pure cinema, pure joy. Thank you, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Thank you, Tom Cruise. Um, somebody check up on Martin Scorsese make sure that he, <laughs> he's on the same page as us. This whole cinema is back thing. Um, yeah, I, I I completely agree with you. It's just like it's it just it's a different feeling, um, and I'm absolutely also going to the theater much more often, or at least willing to do so. Um, I really think like a shift happened when Quantum Mania came out, and it was just so awful that <laughs> it, it almost kind of broke the multiverse <laughs> the real multiverse in a way because of how awful it was they were they were too busy asking whether they could and they they stopped to ask whether they should that yeah yeah should have listened should have listened to goldblum should have uh, listened to goldblum I'll, I'll be honest mike i still haven't seen that movie i'm waiting for it to come to disney plus and i'm i actually forgot that it was out like i forgot that that's a movie i still have to see at some point i don't even care I think the usual adage is don't walk, run. In this case, don't walk. Uh, slowly inch your way <laughs> over to Quantum Mania. Um, it's like, it was just like, a, it, it took all the worst parts of the MCU that we've disliked for the last couple of years and put it all into a movie. The CGI, terrible. Uh, the story, very eh. The amount of jokes in the movie, just... <laughs> it doesn't hit. It doesn't work. Yeah. So, th this this podcast is called Hot Take Time Machine. I, I have a hot take for you, Michael. Let's hear it. I'm done with the MCU. Like, yeah, I'm going to go see Guardians. I'm going to see it because it's a James Gunn movie. Do I care about the next films? Absolutely not. I I used to be a rah-rah, see every one of these things opening night. Like, Infinity War Endgame was, like, the coolest thing ever. But you know what? These are just not good movies anymore, and we're making excuses for them. 
We are trying. I, I mean, even the Doctor Strange movie that I enjoyed, I think I would have been happier just with a good Sam Raimi movie. But the fact is, he chose to make a strange, a Doctor Strange movie. So that's what I got. I'm watching these movies for the directors now, not not for the characters, not even for the actors. I think I'm like I've never been so close to out of this this MCU universe. I don't like I, it. You know what? I I know that's supposed to be a hot take, but I honestly don't blame you. I'm interested to see how your opinion changes after watching Guardians three, because that kind of restored the feeling for me. But that being said, I know that the forthcoming movies are not going to be anything like that. Like Guardians three is a James Gunn movie right yeah yeah exactly um, right it's and, not yeah sorry, it's it's ahead. not part of it's not part of the machine or the universe from what i understand anyway um like it's, it is it's very just, standalone in a lot of ways yeah except for i imagine there's going to be some sort of stupid stinger that that i have to stay six minutes after the movie to watch and care about for 30 seconds um, <laughs> I I also want to talk to you about the stinger because <laughs> I have some thoughts about it. But fantastic! Um, <laughs> this is great content. Tune in next week when Michael and I discuss the Guardians of the Galaxy three stinger. Well, we try and be as spoiler free as we can here on Hot Take Time Machine. So do, do we? We've only we're we're thirty thirty. 37 minutes into hot take then <laughs> and so far spoiler free all the way through 100 percent spoiler free just fantastic um but i did want to say a little bit more about the mcu thing i think uh, rod rodman i think also wants to say something oh can you hear him in the background i can hear rodman i, I mean i also have takes rodman so like if you want if you want to start guest starring now we can that's annoying. What about now? Can you hear him? <laughs> I can still hear him. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. We're we're you know what? Here at Hot Take Time Machine, we're humans too, and we have animals in our in our homes. Yeah. <laughs> and just for our listeners, uh, just in case our listeners are concerned, uh, Michael does not have Dennis Rodman kidnapped in the back. That is actually his uh, his dog. Um, yes. This is not um... a Celtic pride. A Celtic pride situation. Have you seen the movie? Sorry, sorry to tangent here. Have you seen the movie Celtic Pride? No, no. Have you heard of this movie? Uh, no, it definitely has not fallen into my uh, so, to watch. So this is this is a quintessential movies are back movie from the nineties. This this thing is the greatest. Movies one. are back movies from this from the nineties. <laughs> that sounds like an oxymoron. So. This the the plot of this movie is that the Celtics are in like a game seven against whatever like the team I don't know who they're playing against. I think maybe it was the Indiana Pacers, and um, they're concerned that they're going to lose, so they kidnap the star from the Indiana Pacers just long enough so that they can win the game. And it's um, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, I think it's one of the Wayans brothers, maybe. Maybe Damon Wayans is the is the basketball star. It is it is insane. Like this is like a, like such a high high concept plot. Uh, but anyway, it just made me think of that situation. I apologize. Uh, that's that's my tangent. But Celtic Pride, it, like 
Put that I'm gonna, on the list. I'm gonna edit that entire segment out. <laughs> wow. That's ending up on the cutting room floor for sure. <laughs> that's that's rough. Oh my goodness. Uh no, we, we don't do edits here at the at the, the hot take time machine. Okay, we'll do it live. Um <laughs> but yeah, the the MCU. Um I don't I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I think they lost a lot of people with Quantumania. Um it was even looking shakier before that i know we don't completely agree on this but for me thor and love and thunder was like it put me in the same position as you i was so upset at that movie i hated every second of it except for that one black and white scene with war yeah i mean i think thor is like a perfect movie that is like it, it shows the abusive relationship that I am in with MCU where I'm like yeah I, I'm pretty sure Thor is good it's good right I think it's good but like if I actually stepped back with some subject like some objectivity I would I would admit that Thor is a piece of garbage um but I think that's true honestly for like every movie even here here's another hot take No Way Home is not a good movie no way home just oh stop right there (laughs) no way home is tugging on nostalgia that's all it's doing so i find it i find it funny that your one strike against no way home is that it tugs on nostalgia yet you just gushed to me about the super mario brothers movie for bringing your childhood to the screen when that movie did the exact same thing no, it it's, it didn't bring the it didn't bring my childhood. It brought another movie that was like like 50, go watch Spider Man One. Yeah, it's there for you. That's you my childhood. To Tobey <laughs> Maguire is my childhood Spider Man. You can you can watch it on Disney Plus right now. In fact, you know what I did last night? And it yeah, was but I want to see him I... interact with Tom Holland no, and Andrew Garfield. That's, that's like fan like like that's a fanfic. Write your fanfic and do what you need. I want to see fanfic on screen. Oh my god, no, no! You're gonna have me screaming like Kanye <laughs> now. Oh man, no! Like, like I, I get Ryan it, loves I, movies, I, but what the fuck does he know about Spider Man? <laughs> oh, are we swearing on this podcast? I guess we are. Uh, <laughs> sorry to anyone uh, we work with that's listening to this. We're getting an NC, yeah. Like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just using first names. They, they, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'll, I'll put like a bleep. <laughs> I'll I'll bleep out the swears and I'll bleep out the names. No, you don't. Have to... <laughs> but like, I, and I get it. I don't want this to become like No Way Home is garbage, and that's not that's not my my thesis statement here. But I think like this MCU, like we we go into these movies with MCU goggles, and for the most part, that's always meant that we give these movies a little bit more credit than they deserve. And I think that's true for almost every single one of the movies, even some of the best ones. Um, but you know, now I think properly, we're starting to go into them much more skeptical. Ant-Man was a piece of garbage. It looked like it was going to be a piece of garbage and it was right. Like the absolute, like the, the decision to set your entire movie in a green screen and your name isn't James Cameron. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and you didn't spend $2 billion on it. Like that's the, we actually didn't even talk about avatar as, as the movies are back because that is like another, you know, 
quintessential indie produced film only a oh, yeah. billion nothing only... <laughs> nothing more in nothing says independent cinema like james cameron filming the sequel to his 2009 billion dollar movie yeah we're like what six movies, years <laughs> movies are back it was like 15 years i think right like he's been filming it since 2008 look the way i see it it's every everything is cyclical okay it, it feels like it's tw- 2008 again avatar is out we have another jackass movie uh another gas garden. prices are high yeah there's a recession on the way maybe it's already here it, look it time is is cyclical time is a flat circle wow now we're getting really deep this is way too deep for a saturday morning yeah, but I, I think that there was a bump that MCU movies were receiving, especially leading into Infinity War and coming out of Infinity War. I I almost feel like, and maybe this is my hot take for this, for this episode, and I hate to turn this into like a constant MCU hot takes, but my hot take is that I think Infinity War Endgame, the one-two combo, as great as it was, really set the mcu up for failure whoa yeah that's uh, you've you've said this before and um because how do you how do you top that i mean like like, yeah i just how do you fault a movie for like peaking right like you know is it is it scorsese's fault that he that he came out with goodfellas and like nothing's been as good as that like the departed suffers because goodfellas was so good you know it's 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 tough right like Mm. that's what you want you want your championship like marvel got two championships in a row it's you know and now it's like it's fandom is so aggressive this is the same fandom that you know told brie larson to smile more in the in the marvel trailers right like fandoms are the problem maybe this is my hot take i hate fandoms Hey, all you MCU fans, uh, please send all your uh, uh, emails to michael at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. That was uh, scarily close. Uh, <laughs> you don't say that. <laughs> now that I'm just uh, working on all the iterations of that. <laughs> um, I think, I think you're, you're absolutely right. Fandom kind of kind of kills the product sometimes i don't know if you're familiar with a show called rick and morty i i am familiar i do not watch said show i i love the show um i've watched it since day one but there was a point in time where the fans kind of it, it made it embarrassing to be a fan of that show yeah well kind of like like you you followed the Joe Rogan podcast forever, right? And you still do. This is the Joe and... Rogan podcast. <laughs> what are you talking about? And then you're just like, "Oh, I'm so embarrassed about all these fans." <laughs> I well, just wanna, I, mean... I just want to get my anti-vax information in peace, right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> there is there is definitely like a brand of of Joe Rogan fan that like kind of it kills all the fun of uh, listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, especially if that type, if that brand of fan actually says to you in real life, hey, have you ever listened to the Joe Rogan podcast? <laughs> or if they call it JRE, huge J- red flag. I told you, I told you my story, right? But yeah, no, I, I, I get that completely. Um, 
the thing is, and and back to movies are back. Like what a lot of these movies have in common is no expectations, right? Exactly. Like no one expected anything from Super Mario. No one expected anything from Dungeons and Dragons, right? Dungeons and Dragons. I would argue the first trailer like looks pretty, like it, it looked a little trashy, right? Like it looks. It looked a little low budget. Like it didn't it didn't have like all the glamour and shine that like these MCU movies have. And honestly, like that was exciting. Like it's it's I'm glad that they're letting movies look like this and just be what they are. Like like we don't have to swing for the eight hundred million dollar box offices all the time. A twenty dollar a twenty million dollar movie that makes fifty million dollars is still a profitable movie. Like let's you know, oh, the, the the studio shareholders will violently disagree with you on that point. Well, I mean, but but they are they they are like you know you don't you can't hit. I think what they have learned is you can't hit ten home runs every year. You can't. You can try, and you're going to fail. But what you can do is you can hit a lot of singles, and and I think I think these movies are hitting a lot of singles like the super Mario brothers movie is going to have diminishing returns. If they make 17 more of these, they're not going to break the records that this first one is breaking. Right. So here, here's a thought and perhaps this is, this is a hot take. I think there, we need to make a distinction in this whole cinema is back conversation between the mid tier movies that hit theaters and the mid-tier movies that hit a streaming service like Netflix. Because as you were explaining that, I was thinking of a lot of like just middle-of-the-ground movies that came out on streaming, like a Netflix original, that were just not very good, right? So there's something about that theater experience yeah. that also makes these movies worth watching. Yeah, and that and that's that's exactly it. That's that's really what I mean by movies are back. And and there's a great example. A movie just came out on Friday called Air, uh, the 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 underdog story of the Nike company. Great, 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 uh, great idea. Mm-hmm. This this came out on Prime, but it was in theaters for a couple of a couple of weeks, a month. I'm not sure how long its run lasted. It didn't do well in theaters, and. I think the reason it didn't do well is because people knew it was an Amazon movie. People like myself are like, we we did do the, I'll see this in three weeks when it comes to Amazon. And that really changed. Like that movie should have been a hit. That is like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, you know, the story of Michael Jordan. How does that movie not sell? Um, Well, but to be fair, um, I, I think uh, and this might be part of a larger conversation, but the the window between like a theatrical release and when a movie gets brought to streaming, that I think has something to to, to do with it because like this movie, if yeah. I recall correctly, came out like what a month ago, maybe yeah, like, exactly, a little bit over exactly. a month ago, and it had and, a very short window because Amazon yeah. owned it. Yeah. And that's kind of that's I don't know if that's on Amazon or whoever produced it. But I think I think Amazon did that so that it, it'll have awards consideration. 
um, because it will get awards consideration next year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I said, I think this is part of a larger conversation. I, I well, there's like a reason I, I took you off track there. Sorry. No, no. I mean, there's a reason we didn't title this episode "The Streaming Is Back, Baby." Like, <laughs> it, it, streaming is is probably in like one of the worst spots it's been since the pandemic, right? Like, I mean, the pandemic definitely boosted it. We got these cool movies in our home, you know, the same day that they're they were supposed to be released in theaters, and that was super cool. But now you're getting like movies like The Gray Man and Ghosted, like these absolute pieces of garbage that are just not even worth it. My only thought, my only thought watching The Gray Man was, wow, I could be watching John Wick right now. Also, Chris Evans, what's going on, man? (laughs) I know Chris Evans is in trouble, everyone. Um, Please, uh, please follow the link. We'll include it here for Chris Evans GoFundMe page. Um, he's having a rough, a rough, rough time of it. For a dollar uh, a day, you can help Chris <laughs> Evans find a script that isn't a complete dud. Oh my goodness! And like, like on paper, Chris, Anna de Armas and and Chris Evans, like, how is that not a good movie? Yeah, I I haven't seen Ghosted, but it didn't look very good. Yeah, no, I I haven't seen Ghosted. I also haven't, you know, I haven't drowned myself either, but I know to avoid that as well. Like, I I don't, I don't need to see Ghosted to know. Um, It's funny, after, if you watch enough movies, um, similar to uh, an animal, like, similar to an animal in the wild that has some funky colors and that signals to other animals that that's not something to eat, there's certain movies that you see and you're like, that is not something to watch. That's not something that should be taking up space in my brain. Chris Evans. Yeah. Chris Evans. It's amazing. But like name me two movies that he was good in that weren't Captain America. Like before or after Captain America. Honest. uh, Probably like, like once he got cast as Captain America, can you name me two off the top of your head? I think I'm thinking of one. I don't know if I'm missing a second one. I mean, I, I think I, I can think of a couple of good Chris Evans movies before he was Captain America. Since he's been Captain America, since he hung up his cap, his shield, uh, I haven't really seen anything that he's been good in. Like Knives Out, he plays a really good bit part. Knives Out, right? he's great in, but that was during his tenure as Captain America. Well, I, I count that. Like he if you're making movies while you're Captain America, that's fine. Like I, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um but I honestly can't think of many others. I mean before Captain America, like you have Push, which I know is not super popular with people. I, I, I loved that that movie. Um kind of like a, a weird, unique like superhero movie. Um he was I used to love the perfect score as a teenager i don't know if you remember that movie oh my god is, is that the like they, they do a heist to like they do a heist steal, on like, the sat <laughs> oh my god i, I it's think him I and scarlett johansson i like, saw that movie like like 20 years ago or whenever it came out like oh i i remember i have fond memories of renting that from the video <laughs> store and i ran it back the video probably a hundred wow. times jeez yes Yes, the video store. Shout out to all our Gen Z listeners right now. We're like, we're frantically, we're going to take a five second break. If you'd like to Google video store or try Blockbuster, um, 
no space, even though I definitely uh, intoned that space, uh, Blockbuster. Go ahead and type now and we'll see you in five seconds. I imagine you're going to uh, include some uh, music here, Michael, as an editing note. <laughs> they don't know what Jeopardy is. Like, what are you doing? Why are you alienating our Gen Z listeners? You're right, you're right. I'm going to throw in some Ice Spice here. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Ooh. We're going to come back to that in just a second. Uh, for Oh, is that a se- I, I feel like that's a perfect segue. <laughs> um i just wanted to say one more thing about the about the chris evans thing because we were talking about like some good movies that he was in beforehand so perfect score i that can be a hot take i love that movie um not another teen movie he's also great in that oh my goodness now you're you're reaching now you are i feel like love that movie um (laughs) you're proving my point for me scott pilgrim versus the world He's great as uh, the second ex-boyfriend, evil ex-boyfriend. But I, you know, what you're what you're kind of doing though, and and like even the knives out, like, and I feel like I know what you're going to say. He's not a leading man, right? Yeah, yeah. he doesn't carry a movie. It's strange because you look at Chris Evans, and he's got the leading man face. But prior to Captain America, and this is another tidbit for Gen Z listeners, prior to Captain America he wasn't a leading man he was a no. side he was a yeah uh side character well and and i would argue that like his worst movie is the movie that has the most of him in it like the worst movie that chris evans is in uh, apart from maybe age of ultron is um is the first one the first avenger is is his worst movie uh, as really? a, as captain america right like winter oh, the, soldier is are you saying Captain America, the first Avenger? The ca- Captain America, the first Avenger. The, oh, okay. The ca- I thought, his first, I thought his you were first... talking about the first Avengers movie. No, I was like, no, 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 huh? no, 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 Like he, he is really good when he is the third person on, you know, he, he can't be your number one or even your number two, I would say. Um, I, I have a little bit of a soft spot for the first Avenger and, Perhaps this is another hot take. And I hate that all of our hot takes so far have been about the MCU. But well, I think we got into the MCU because it's hard not to talk about movies being back and and like how that how that grapple like how that you know goes up against the MCU machine. But sorry, yeah. go ahead. The first Avengers has a soft spot for me because it it came pretty early in this whole MCU thing, and it's a movie that tried to do something a little bit different by being like a period piece. Now the movie, don't get me wrong, it is boring as shit. There's a lot wrong with it. Once he becomes Captain America, it's so bad. I actually like everything leading up to Captain America. Once he's Captain America, I'm like, this movie sucks. I admire it for doing for trying to do something different, but it definitely felt like it felt like the it, it was a movie that you went and saw just because you knew the Avengers was coming out in a couple more months. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're like, oh, I guess I got to see this Captain America fellow. <laughs> got to know my my Chris Evans. Got to see the stinger. <laughs> it felt like it felt like um, in between Infinity War and Endgame when Captain Marvel came out. And listen, we're pro Brie Larson podcast here, I think. Right. We have nothing against her. Captain Marvel is not that great of a movie. So, I like Captain Marvel. 
I I don't like. I mean, it's it's nowhere near the top of the Marvel movies, but like it's firmly in the middle. I can I can easily name you ten movies in the Marvel universe that I like less than Captain Marvel. It's and, aggressively mid. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. That's what we're talking no, about. No, no, Ryan, you don't want to be mid. You don't mid want is to middle. be mid. Haven't we talked about this? Mid means middle. I'm fine with the middle. I think this is a good segue into our <laughs> next segment of the podcast called oh. OK Boomer, where <laughs> I teach Ryan about uh, current topics, uh, things about the internet, <laughs> slang. Um, basically, we're trying to create a teachable moment here. On oh Time my goodness! <laughs> so yeah, we're going to talk about mid. What is mid? So Ryan, yeah, what, does we- what does Webster's Dictionary have to say about mid or well, Urban Dictionary? We don't, we don't recognize Webster's Dictionary here <laughs> on this side. So Ryan purports that mid means middle, and sure, yes, that's what it means in theory, but. What I'll also let you know is that mid is worse than being bad. It's better to be good or bad than to be mid. Mid is just languishing. It's nothing special. It's forgettable. There's nothing to to go back on there. <laughs> That's why it's so bad. I um I would like to you know I don't know how much uh, how much engagement we're going to get, but I'd love to hear from the listeners. On, on their take here. I'd like to know if Michael is speaking for all young millennials and uh, late Gen Zers, but uh, I don't know. I, uh, I'm i a student of the English language and mid is a short name of the nerd. word middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as we just spent an hour talking about the MCU universe or the MCU, I guess, I guess the universe is not needed there. Uh, but yeah, I... I get it. Mid, mid is bad. Unforgettable is bad. I don't think Marvel, Miss Marvel, is not forgettable. I don't know. I remember like multiple, or not Miss Marvel. Um, Captain Captain Marvel, Marvel right? Captain. Well, Marvel. it's just like it's it doesn't like the it's no not like doubt. a game changer in any way. It's just like why did this now you're talking now you're speaking like a fan. Let's stop. Let's stop worrying about game changers. Let's stop trying to like you know, do the next big thing because we can't. Let's just have, like, Marvel, Captain Marvel is exactly what we're talking about in this, like, self-contained little adventure, right? Like, that's all it is. Yeah, but it didn't do anything, like, it just, I don't know, the way that it all went down, it was just like, this is an average Marvel movie. Uh, see, it's I'm okay average. No, it's not. It's average. See, you just use average as a synonym for mid. I feel I feel vindicated. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's not something you want to be. And, like, to your point, it's it didn't do anything different. It literally did do something different. It was the first Marvel-led, uh, female-led Marvel film. Yes, but it wasn't <laughs> very good. Oh, also, Wonder Woman kind of beat it to the punch. And that was a, the first Wonder Woman movie is pretty good. Yeah, the first Wonder Woman movie is fantastic, and and like we we we're comparing Captain Marvel to Wonder Woman, then that's not fair. It's it's just it's not that's not fair. You can't do that. So I don't know. I love I, 
I like I love so many parts of that Marvel movie, that Captain Marvel. Like it's like the no doubt, the no doubt needle drop at the end, the the whole like hilarious, stupid backstory of of how uh, Nick Fury lost his eye. Like that that stuff is. I think great. that was also a disappointing part for me. Which oh is my like, God. I was expecting like something <laughs> a little bit better than whatever they gave us. I don't even no, know. No, it's so good. It's so good. The last time he trusted someone, he lost an eye. He trusted the cat. Oh, uh, no, I, I, that's fine. That's fine. I, I get it. You can't so, be right on everything, Michael, but. Agree to disagree. So. That, that's um, terrible podcasting content. <laughs> I do want to move on with to our um, OK Boomer segment. So I didn't okay. plan to talk about mid today, although I, I have something that I did want to talk about. We did mention uh, someone's name earlier, uh, and I mentioned a couple of times because I think it's funny to see your confusion. Um, Ice Spice. So, Ryan, have you ever heard of Ice Spice before? Uh, is this is this like Old Spice's like new line for cooling deodorant during the summer? Not even close. <laughs> Ice Spice is a rapper who's uh, pretty popular right now. She's a rapper from uh, New York City, the Bronx, uh, the Bronx, New York City. Uh, she got popular because her song Munch uh, was posted by, or not posted, maybe posted, but is played on Drake, Canadian royalty, uh, Drake's uh, radio show. And she blew up from there. Now she's got a song with Pink Panthers called The Boy's a Liar and a song uh, with Nicki Minaj called Princess Diana. And she's kind of, uh, she's the hottest thing since sliced bread. And you'll also find this very amusing. She was born in the year 2000. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. This makes me feel old. I don't like this segment already. Yeah. So Ice Spice, um, she's got the... Uh, She's low key got the uh, Chucky Finster hair. Um, but uh, she makes... Is that from Ragtime or um, from uh, Rugrats? Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> from Ragtime. <laughs> Ragtime. Sorry, my I had my dog on, on my mind. I apologize. Wow, yeah. both uh, two dogs have joined this podcast in name at least. They're dog friendly podcasts. Um, but yes, Ice Spice um, makes great music. Honestly, uh, songs of the summer being made here. Okay, Ryan, I'm about to show you Ice Spice. Try not to get too excited. I'm waiting. The anticipation is killing me. There she is. Uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. What? I I knew you weren't ready for this. I mean, I do feel I do feel a little bit of uh, you know fellowship uh with the with the ginger hair here so i i like that that's true um, but oh my goodness now this this ice spice this is like no relation to like bad baby and stuff like that right that's no 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 relation separate okay and i'm going to show you uh the music video for munch which is <laughs> her i think to date most popular song this is a song that she blew up off of um wait is this only a two-minute song? So the other thing you should know about most Gen Z songs is they're pretty short. And this makes them easy to share on TikTok. <laughs> oh my goodness. Bitch, I'm a baddie, I get what I want like. 
bitches ain't bad. That's that's <laughs> that's you know what? Can that be the title? Can that be the title of the episodes? Bitches ain't bad. Colon movies are back. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well, or or we can do that for the for the Marvels release if the Marvels movies. <laughs> so I've shown you who Ice Spice is, and this is a good segue into um, what I actually want to show you during today's segment, which is something we've talked. I about feel like you. I feel like you've just done three OK Boomer segments in one. I don't like this. Like we're just segueing into. There's a lot to teach you, Ryan. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, uh. So you might know, you might say that Ice Spice, wow, uh, great dresser, lover style. Um, someone I, I who wouldn't is, say that, but okay. Someone who is a little bit more uh, with the times might say, Ice Spice has the sauce. Oh my goodness, the sauce, the sauces, <laughs> like the ranch sauces. And the girly sauce. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not plural. It's singular. All of sauce. the sauce. Sauce. Like, can you... <laughs> so here is a, a definition from Urban Dictionary. Sauce is used to describe someone who has a style, confidence, and attraction about them. Usually, someone who is well dressed, fashionable, and has an aura about them, swagger style. Um, the example for this one is OMG Becky, look how fly that dude is. He's got sauce, followed by <laughs> he's dripping sauce. <laughs> uh followed by I would like three sweet and sour sauces with my nuggets, please. Oh, That'll no, no, be fifty no, no, cents no, no, extra. No. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that is that is not uh that is not the proper use for that term. Language evolves, Michael. You should know this. We're, so we're, what are we're you... claiming sauces. What do you think of what do you think of the sauce? What do you think of sauce? Um, I think I like sauce. I like I like garlic dipping sauce mostly. No, um, man, we're talking about <laughs> the sauce. Yeah, the garlic sauce. I've got this right. I'm sure I did this right, and and thus concludes another successful okay boomer. <laughs> That's yeah that. Are are you are you using those to remind yourself where you're going to put an edit in, or is that the music we're getting? Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, whichever one sounds funniest. Um, I'm going to close out. I'm going to close out that segment by quoting uh, Gucci Man, uh, another rapper um, who is credited with popularizing the sauce. If a man does not have sauce, then he is lost. But the same man can get lost in the sauce. And I'll leave it there. That's that's beautiful. That's really deep. That was oh, a great yeah. segment. I think we're going to cut that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm removing that from the Google Doc as we speak. Fantastic. <laughs> so uh, as we come to the end of this episode uh, what are some things that you're most excited for that are coming up uh tv movies otherwise well i have a big catch-up to do so i just finished um and, and we didn't talk about tv today and we're not gonna really get into it too much but i just finished um beef which was fantastic great um, show i just fan i like tv is back that's maybe that's maybe that's tv, TV never left TV <laughs> no never i know left. that's the that's the thing tv is just so damn good um 
so beef was great and now i'm i'm trying to catch up on uh barry i finally i finally caught up to season four i haven't started season four yet but i'm really excited to do that that is another show and and actually they compare really well to beef it's just incredible the the tone that 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 both of those shows are able to play with the the way that they switch from serious to absolutely insane goofy funny whatever is incredible and and i don't i don't understand how they're able to do it so well when we've seen horrible kate like what happens when you miss is so bad like you you get you get an unwatchable piece of garbage right there uh there's a like a, a kind of thorough thread of a couple of shows right now that are uh they really hit this like it's comedic but also dramatic at the same time and it can be yeah. dark whenever it wants to be and yeah. that includes shows like beef uh barry is up there um i throw atlanta in the mix as well yeah. just yeah. shows that really nail this like tone and they they they're so clear about what they want to be and what they want the audience to feel even even a show that i'm not as high on as you are and we'll talk more about it um i'd throw in there too is succession succession can make you can make you laugh and especially in this season it has some really heart-wrenching moments um even though all the characters are just utterly unlikable um the show like pulls off some moments where you you actually care and relate to these like multi-billion dollar spoiled kids shout out to my boy kendall logan roy yeah you're you're channeling your best kendall i don't like this <laughs> i'm pulling for you i don't know shiv shiv shiv's gotta win or else the show just hates women that's my shiv, that's a... <laughs> i i want to see shiv succeed but i think shiv is her own worst enemy i mean all of them are but... what i was gonna say and kendall isn't kendall okay michael we i mean kendall kendall has, has multiple has multiple he, enemies in the show he's 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 including killed, himself he's killed a man Kendall Roy has killed a man. We cannot, we cannot go past that. That's not, you know, he, we're not, we're not turning this episode into the TV podcast. But so, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to, um, to catching up on Barry. I don't think there's anything on the horizon for TV that I'm like need to watch. I think I might go in on uh, season two of Sweet Tooth. Really enjoyed the first season of that show. Um, that's a great like post-apocalyptic kind of. Honestly, it was like Last of Us before The Last of Us, um, yeah. based on a, uh, a really cool comic by um, Jeff Lemire, Lemire. I don't know how to say his name. Um, mm. And um, in terms of movies, I mean, I, I might be seeing Guardians in, a, in an hour or so, give or take. <laughs> so I'll let you know how that goes. Bring bring a box of tissues. Uh, yeah, that's I've been told that. I've been told that by more than one person. And then um, uh, I got my... Got my plan to see, uh, what, what are we calling it? Is it called Fast X? It's Fast Fa X. Fast uh, X, Fast which 10. They, which they recently, uh, well, I don't know if it's like announced, but Vin Diesel recently said that they're going to split this last chapter of the Fast and Furious series into three movies. Oh, now it's us, three instead of two? Bringing us to a grand total of 12 Fast and Furious movies. How did we end up in this timeline where we have 12 
Fast and Furious movies. All with different naming conventions. Maybe that could be an episode. Not a single one follows the same naming <laughs> convention. <laughs> it's fantastic. I know. Uh, uh, but yeah, so that that's that's me. Yeah. I what mean, are you looking I'm, forward to? I'm probably going to end up seeing Fast X because those movies are just so ridiculous. Yeah. You could, turn away. That's that's a great one to watch in the theater, too. I didn't get to mention this, but like I'm definitely an old man when it comes to theater experiences. I like a quiet theater. Um, I like, you know, don't know talking. I don't want to hear you talking. Depends um, on the movie. Um, there's some movies that lend themselves quite well to a uh kind of riotous audience experience sure i tend to not see those types of movies (laughs) (laughs) but the majority of the time i'm i am like you i need like a quiet theater to watch it in um for me uh, yeah like i said fast x um i'm looking forward to the new spider-man movie uh across the spider Verse. yeah that's that's coming out soon isn't it i I, i'm remiss to not mention that less less than a month from now um one of the longest animated movies ever i think it's way over two hours i think unless you count avatar that's an animated movie as far as i'm concerned (laughs) (laughs) fair enough fair enough but i am so ready for that movie um i think it's gonna be fantastic um, I'm also kind of looking forward to the Flash a little bit. Oh, oh boy! All right, I don't know. I don't That'll know. be. We'll definitely do an episode on that. The Flash. Um, we've talked about this a lot. Um, yes, looking forward to Oppenheimer, but uh, that's RV... too, you're too far, too far into the future. You're going too far. That's July. All right, easy. I just, I just want to give a shout out to to the Barbie movie. I'm, I'm greatly looking oh, yeah. forward to that. Greta Gerwig is a listener of this podcast. Thank you, Greta. We appreciate your support. Friend of the show, Greta Gerwig. <laughs> our, our guest sitting right next to me. Yeah. Um. I guess I, I'm hoping to see Bo is Afraid in the next week or so. Yeah, I forgot about that. I, I might be seeing that tomorrow night. So, I'll. Uh... I, I might also see it tomorrow night. We'll see. All right, well, maybe we can wave at each other as we go to our nondescript uh, cinema in this yeah. nondescript location that we live in. Um, I'm also looking forward to the Blackberry movie. Uh, it looks fantastic. It's getting really great reviews, and it's always good to support Canadian film. Air kind of made me worried about the Blackberry movie, if I'm being honest. Why? I didn't love Air. I didn't love Air, and I was like, you know what? This is kind of boring. This is, like, not as fun as I want it to be. And I'm hoping the Blackberry movie is more fun. Um, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon really decided to do a serious version of this, of the Michael Jordan story. And, and I think they kind of missed a little bit. Um, From what I've heard, Blackberry is a a little bit more comedic than air or a lot more comedic. Yeah. I want it to be goofy. I want like, you know, I, I like, Especially when we're doing these stories about recent history. Like, I remember Research in Motion. Like, I remember a lot of this stuff. I don't want you to, to give me a documentary about it. I want to. I want you to stylize it. I want it to be fun. Like, like give me give me the big short version of BlackBerry. So you'll be very happy to hear. Uh, that's one of the comparisons that was made for that movie. It's like Good. a combination Good. of the big short and the social network and one other movie that's not coming to mind right now. i'm so in although i'm always skeptical when like people do that it's like oh yeah our movie's like the big short oh okay so it's like one of the funniest movies 
of the last 10 years, great. I, I hope you're right. Uh, like when a fantasy writer compares their book to Lord of the Rings. It's okay, <laughs> sure. I hope I hope you're correct. I think but. movie-wise, that's all I can think of for now. But there TV, I, I don't really have like a good grip on any new TV that's What's, coming yeah, out. Yeah, me neither. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to the finale of Succession. I, I'm really interested, really interested to see how they stick that landing. Um, the finale of Barry is going to be the same night. Uh, a few oh, days great. before that, we'll finally have an end to this slog of a season of Yellow Jackets. <laughs> Yellow Jackets, yeah. I will say, though, this most recent episode of Yellow Jackets, yeah, yeah, I'm back yeah. in a little bit. I know like, they just when I thought it was out, they pulled me back in. It was it was a very good episode, and it like it is the proof that what they've done in the previous six episodes was so bad. Like yeah. not having them together, and then they get them together, and it's like, wow, this show's so much better. I absolutely agree. Um, the most recent episode of Yellow Jackets, great. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel with that show. Yeah, it just yeah, it just feels like uh, well here here's a here's a quote you're not gonna know, but butter spread over too much bread. Um, that's that's what it feels like. Do we need a reverse a reverse OK Boomer? Segment? My my Lord of the Rings fans, you 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 see me, you see me here. That's good. <laughs> um, I didn't know uh, the Bilbo voice, but it's okay. Yeah, uh, finales of a lot of shows coming up. Um, one show I'm looking forward to that's coming out on Netflix at the end of this month. I don't I don't know if you're familiar with this show. I have a feeling you're not. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. It's a sketch comedy show. Oh, Every episode no. is about like 15 minutes long. Um, some of the funniest sketches I have ever seen. First two seasons are amazing. If you have not watched that show, definitely check it out. Season three comes out at the end of this month. And I'm are so you recommending excited. this to me or to our listeners? Are you saying definitely check both, it out to our both, listeners? Because because n- know your audience <laughs> in terms I mean, of me. I I am not going to like the show. I'm already 15 minutes very, of comedy. I'm out. <laughs> it's a very quotable show. Um, I don't know. I think it's worth it's worth a watch. It's only 15 minutes. How bad could it be? Uh, see, that's such a millennial Gen Z thing. <laughs> this Probably is, uh, because I'm young and I have time on my side. This is this is <laughs> this is a very uh, this is a very uh, ageist podcast. I think. Um, sorry, sorry to all the old people listening. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, I think that about does it for our very first podcast. Unless uh, unless I'm missing something, Michael. No, I think I think that's about it. Um, thank you for listening to this first episode. We hope that you'll return. I don't know where this episode is going to end up. Uh, where we're going to upload this. Quite this yet, could be a lost episode. Yeah, could be could be a lost episode. But if no you worries. are listening to this, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please. Uh, Hit the subscribe button. Oh my goodness! Uh, no, please don't. Don't hit the hit like the subscribe. and subscribe. Don't, <laughs> don't don't do it. I promise, uh, Michael will get better. We'll work on we'll work on Michael for future episodes. And uh, I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, no, pure millennial confidence. It's great. Um, but 
yeah thank you for listening um this has been hot take time machine i'm michael and this is and i'm ryan i guess yeah that was great that was really smooth don't edit that out (laughs) (laughs) all right please come back for uh for episode two yeah thanks bye-bye for now we'll see you next time on the joe rogan podcast (laughs) 